he wants to heal your leg pain. Like my legs are burning for you right now. Like he wants to heal your leg pain. And I just asked her, I was like, can I just lay my hands on you and pray for you? So I put my hands on her thighs. And the second I touched her thighs, she was just like, Ooh, I feel fire coming from your hands. So I just released the fire onto her. I prayed for healing and we thanked Jesus um, and just declared healing all over her uh, that she was just healed in Jesus name. And she said that her thighs weren't hurting her anymore. Welcome to Because He Lives podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Marlat. On this show, we share the testimony of our living God, Jesus Christ, from people's stories of coming to Christ, deliverance, and being set free, healing, and the signs, miracles, and wonders our God performs every day. Father God, we thank you for every person listening to this podcast. We give you all the glory, for you are the way, the truth, and the life. May the words of our testimony bless every person listening. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, episode three. Uh, This next one is going to be our second of the Signs, Miracles, and Wonders series. Today we're going to talk about the power of prophesying and the difference of prophesying versus manifesting, which I know is huge in the new age right now. So we'll get into that and then I'll jump into some stories that happened earlier this week of prophetic words I received and how powerful those were. But before we dive into the bulk of what this episode is going to be about, I just wanted to check in with you, Evan. Evan is here. Hello. I'm here. <laughs> he's, he's here. He's quiet sometimes, but he's here. Very sneaky. <laughs> Very sneaky. Uh, just wanted to check in with you, Evan, and see how your week was and if there's anything cool that Jesus did this week that you wanted to highlight. Yeah. About a week and a half or so ago, um, I was praying before bed and you know, just asked God if there was anyone else I should pray for. Um, and he highlighted a guy that I went to high school with that I was really good friends with in high school. Um, haven't you know talked to a ton since high school. It's, it had probably been at least five years since we had last talked. Um, so, you know, I... I just prayed for him. I didn't really know what to pray for, but um, it kind of, you know, kind of threw me off guard. But I was just like, you know, sure, like I'll pray for him. Like, hope everything's good. Um, and the next day, it, you know, the Holy Spirit like kind of brought him to my mind again, and it it was just kind of nagging at me, like, 
you know, what's, what's going on in his life? Like, is there something you know, happening? So I, I had deleted the Facebook app probably a little over two months ago. Um, it was just nagging at me. So I was like, you know what, I'll jump on Facebook real quick and just kind of look at his page and see if anything, if anything's new, new is happening. Um, and I saw less than a week before, um, that him and his wife had announced that they were expecting their first baby. Um, so they just announced that this was happening. I was, you know, it was kind of like a moment where I was like, wow, like that's, you know, really cool. Like God said, you know, told me to pray for him and, you know, this is, this big event's happening. So, um, I felt compelled to at least reach out to him and tell him congratulations. I, you know, I thought about telling him, you know, why I reached out to him, but I was just like, yeah, you know, you know, I just won't worry about it. Um, so about, I don't know, close to a week went by, um, and a couple of nights ago, right before I fell asleep, him and, you know, his family like came to my mind again. Um, I was just kind of like, you know, I'm about to fall asleep. Not right now, but, you know, I'll reach out to him. Um, so I wake up in the morning. It comes to my mind again. It was just, you know, it was kind of very persistent. Um, I'd, I was reading through the Bible app, kind of like doing the daily devotional um, and also brainstorming, you know, what, what exactly do I say? How do I say it? Um, and so finally, you know, about an hour or so later, I was trying to work out and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I just sat down, grabbed my phone, texted him told him that, you know, the reason I had originally reached out to him was that God had highlighted him and his family to me. Um, and that, you know, I, I strongly felt that God was trying to use me to let, to let this guy know and his family, um, that God was with them supporting, um, their family, their growing family, their pregnancy. I was, you know, really there to support them. Um, and really just, you know, have their back in general. So I'd, I messaged him that, and less than five minutes later, he messaged me back and just said that, you know, I basically that I have no idea how much that meant to him. He had literally just been praying that God watch over his wife and his unborn child and, like, keep them safe. And um, it was just, you know, kind of that perfect divine timing of, you know, I put that off for a week, but, you know, finally the Holy Spirit pushed me to, to pull the trigger on that message right after, you know, he was praying for his family and, um, you know, got that confirmation that, that God heard his prayer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That goes back to like what we talked about last week about being obedient. And sometimes you just Mm -hmm. get these messages from God and you're like, can't you just wait a few minutes? (laughs) But he has, his timing is so divine. So, Sometimes you just got to listen to what he says and you got to do it. But that's, that's really awesome. So, all right. Well, with that, I guess we can jump into the main thing that has been put on my heart this week to talk about. So, uh, speaking of being obedient, I guess, um, there's just been, different conversations I've had this week and I went to a Bible study on Monday where we talked about uh, prophesying and the importance of prophesying and being prophetic people and that night the Holy Spirit just like downloaded this idea into my mind that I need to talk about manifesting and how manifesting which 
is very similar to the idea of prophesying, just why they're different and why people need to understand the difference of them and be weary of manifesting or trying to manifest things in their life. So I'm just going to talk about that to start. So for people who don't know, I think a lot of people, especially uh, like millennials, Gen Z, you know, definitely know what the concept of manifesting is. Uh, I know when I worked at Facebook, we did, we had like a whole workshop even that was around uh, like vision writing, uh, vision boards, and essentially manifesting. And what it is, it is a new age practice. I know I mentioned that, but it's the concept of, you know, thinking positive thoughts and those positive thoughts can create your own reality and that you can bring something to fruition. So again, I see, I've seen this a lot and seen people talk about it a lot with like vision boards. Like I'm going to create a vision board that is going to have, you know, the kind of car I want, the kind of house I want, or uh, the kind of wedding I want, those type of things, trying to manifest, make those things come to fruition, make them manifest in your, in your own life. Uh, So that whole idea is all around like what you want, what your desires are and what you think that you need. So something I've heard before with manifesting is the concept of like, my will be done. So it's, it's whatever you're trying to will into your life. And you're essentially like submitted to your own flesh, like your own fleshly desires. You're submitted to those and you're trying to manifest those. So with all that being said, uh, this is just to be, (laughs) to be blunt, but to not, um, I'll just like preface all of this by saying, I don't want anyone to feel bad by if they've done this or if they're currently doing this um, or what your intentions are. But really, and, um, you know, I'll back this up with some biblical information, but it really is witchcraft. So the idea of trying to manifest your own um, desires or things that you want into your own reality really is witchcraft. So you know, there's two, there's two sources of spiritual power. There's, there's God and then there's Satan. And Satan has only the power that God gives him, but, uh, there's, and I'm not going to go into all the different things, like a different scripture that, that talks about this, but you can find it in the Bible, but Satan does have considerable power. So really anytime you're seeking like spirituality or knowledge or power that's apart from God, that's idolatry. And that is also very closely related to witchcraft. Um, uh, you know, in first Samuel 15 verse 23, it says for rebellion is a sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as inequity and idolatry. So witchcraft is like Satan's realm. He will, he'll take anything. He will take the gospel, the truth that Jesus Christ is, you know, he was sent from God, that he died. And, you know, because that he died and carried all our sins, like we can go to heaven now, like in simple terms, like he will take that gospel and he will twist it or make a counterfeit to everything. He will counterfeit all of the things that God says to, to trick people, to make people 
pull away from God, to not see God, um, and to, and to follow his, you know, basically to worship him. Um, and really Satan's whole, he doesn't even want people to worship him. He just doesn't want people to worship God. So, uh, (laughs) we see this in the Bible too, when Jesus is in the wilderness, um, with Satan and Satan is, you know, quoting twisted scripture to Jesus, trying to catch him up. Um, you basically, just like you said, taking that, that truth, twisting it up and trying to, you know, catch him in a lie. That's essentially what he wants to do to all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. So kind of just going back to like the idea of manifesting being witchcraft, just to kind of like close this full circle is like at the heart of witchcraft is the desire to know your future and to control events that are not ours to control. You know, anything that's practicing or dabbling in a power source that's other than Lord Jesus Christ is witchcraft. So even if you think that power source is you, like the idea of manifesting is that I can do all of these things to create my own destiny to, you know, will all of these things into my life. So that is witchcraft. Um, so on the, I mentioned that, you know, Satan will take everything that all of God's word and he will try to make a counterfeit then the opposite. So what he's counterfeiting is the idea of prophesying and the fact that we are prophetic people. So to give kind of a definition of what prophesying is, prophesying is to foretell. So you are foretelling, um, you know, predicting something that will come to pass by like divine inspiration. So this is God's will. So it's not your will. It's God's will. It's God's word. And you have to be submitted to God in order to be able to prophesy. So what I mean by that is if you have not, you know, submitted your own fleshly desires, your life essentially to God, then you will not be able to prophesy, um, and be able to speak those things, you know, into existence. And when you're prophesying, you know, people will say like, Oh, I prophesied that I'm going to, I'm just trying to give an example. Like I'm going to make a million dollars this year. Like, at the end of the day, again, it's God's will. So if, if it's not in God's will for you to have those things, then it, it won't come to pass. Um, but if it is God's will and if it's God's word, then it will come to pass. So uh, I'll talk a little bit more, just like give some um, scripture that, that talks about prophesying, because I think this is really helpful and interesting. And it is even for me, too, as I'm learning all of this, um, just to see how we really are prophetic people and how it talks about it in God's word. Um, So in, um, it's in the book of Job. So Job uh, chapter 22, it says, now acquaint yourself to him. And in some versions uh, it says, now submit yourself to him and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Receive please instruction from his mouth and lay up his word in your heart. And later on, it goes to say, you will make your prayer to him. 
He will hear you and you will prayer your vows. You will also declare a thing and it will become, and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. So really what it's talking about there is if you submit yourself to God, you will be at, not only will you be able to prophesy, you will, you be able to clear a thing and it will be established and be yours and light will shine on you, but you will also be at peace. So I thought that was really awesome. And just in general too, like this, this really kind of hit it home for me when I thought about like prophesying. So we know God is life. His word is life. And God prophesied the entire world into existence. You know, in the book of Genesis, it says, like in the very first chapter, he said, God said, let there be light. And there was light. And then he said, uh, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and then divide the waters from the waters. Like he just spoke those words and he and it came to existence. You know, he prophesied the world into into existence. So I thought that was really interesting to like think about it in that way too. And once you realize that he prophesied the world into existence, he created us. You know, we were created as humans in his image. So God is prophetic. So if he created us in his image, then we are also prophetic people because he created us and he is prophetic. No one else, you know, other being or thing was created in his image. As humans, we were created in his image. So I thought that was really interesting too. So as far as, you know, like, should we be prophesying? Just like, should we be manifesting? You know, I explained like why we shouldn't be manifesting. It's not um, something we should be, you know, dabbling in, but should we be prophesying? Absolutely. We should definitely be prophesying to one, uh, one another and just prophesying our own lives. So, so when you talk about prophesying our own lives, what does that mean? Yeah. So, um, okay. So as far as there's kind of two things, one, you can receive a prophetic word or like a word of knowledge or something that God wants you to prophesy to someone else, to share with someone else. Um, that's his will, you know, like it's coming from him and you should be prophesying it to someone. But as far as like prophesying things in your own life, I think about that as like prophetic prayer. So when you're praying, um, you know, God says like, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it and it will be yours. And again, it all comes down to his will. If it is his will for you, then it will come to pass. Um, but that's kind of what I mean by like prophesying in your own life is like you're, you're praying and you're prophesying what you want to come to pass. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And this is all stuff that, you know, we're learning too. So I would love it if anyone else has like thoughts on this topic that they would you know, reach out and we can talk about it more too. But I just have a couple other, couple other, um, scriptures that I want to mention. Cause I think that they're really helpful when it comes to like this overall top topic of prophesying and if we should be prophesying and, you know, even if we all can prophesy 
And because I like, again, going back to like the difference between getting a, like a prophetic word for someone versus like just prophetic prayer type, um, situation, but we all are prophetic. Like I already said, like God created us in his image and he is prophetic. So we are all prophetic and can prophesy. And, um, in first Corinthians chapter 14, it says, for you can all prophesy one by one that all may learn and that, and all may be encouraged. So right there again, God's word is truth. Like it says right there that we all can prophesy. Um, and another one that I really like is first, first Corinthians, um, chapter 14, also just a few verses down, uh, therefore brethren desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak with tongues. So right there to me, I just, you know, I believe that we should all be prophesying. Uh, we all have the ability to, and it's, it's super powerful to be doing that because we're, our words are, um, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Our words are life. You know, we can also be speaking, you know, death, but our words are life. So we should be prophesying to people speaking life into them and speaking life into our life and areas of our life that may be dead or, you know, need that extra, I don't know another word besides life, <laughs> just to be spoken into them. Okay. And then the last, the last thing on this topic of um, pro- prophesying and being prophetic is an example. And this example of um, prophesying came up in the Bible study that I was in on Monday. And it just really, it made so much sense to me. Um, so I want to share it with every, all of the listeners so they can understand um, just the idea of prophesying into maybe an area that is, you know, dead or just something that needs life. So in the book of Ezekiel, it's Ezekiel chapter 37, uh, starting with verse number one, it says, the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley and lo and behold, they were very dry. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou hast knowest. And, and he, again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. So, I mean if that doesn't give you an example of how powerful our words are, that we can, we can speak life into something dead. Again, if it is God's will, if it is God's word, then it will come to pass. Um, but we have so much power in our words. And if everyone just started to speak life into each other and speak, um, you know, to prophesy to each other, I think that everyone, I mean, just everyone's full potential would really start to come out. Um, and just, 
I think a lot of people would, would find, you know, what people are seeking with manifesting is they're trying to make their life better. They're trying to, you know, speak all these things into existence, thinking that they can control it, things that they, you know, will make them happier, whether it's, you know, a Chanel bag or a a trip to Cabo, you know, trying to manifest those things that they think will make them happy. And really it is God that gives us our breath. It's God that speaks life into us. And we have the power to do that. And I think if we all prophesied to each other, um, I just think people would be happier. Agreed. Yeah. The, the more positive encouraging speaking we do to each other um that's really the the more christ-like we're acting and that's you know that's what god wants is us to to act in accordance with how jesus would act um jesus even says the two most important commandments are loving your god above all others um and then loving one another mm-hmm. so there's you know, one, one way to do that is through that positive, encouraging talking. And on the other end of the spectrum, you know, being aware of being aware of the words you may be repeating without really thinking about what they mean. Um, I have listened to an obscene amount of rap in my life. And I have a lot of songs that I've memorized throughout my life. Um, and really as I've come to Jesus more recently, I've become more aware of the things I was, you know, just casually speaking. Um, and that, I mean, that can be music, that can be movies, that can be things we see on the news, that can be things that, you know, maybe our parents told us that like brought us down, um, bullies said in school. I mean, there's, there's so many things that we can kind of hold on to and we repeat like someone says you're fat once and then that sticks in your head and you say i'm fat well well it's okay i just i'm fat even um you know kind of like the self-deprecating humor has so much underlying power to it because when we speak those words satan's like yeah you're right you are fat yeah you do have he's agreeing with you you do stink you know whatever (laughs) whatever it may be he's He's agreeing with you and he's supporting what you say, but it's making God sad because he made you in his image. Right. And that just leads you down. Like that's exactly like you said, it's just, he's going to agree with all the negative things that you say, which leads to people being unhappy and thinking that they need things and, and taking them farther away from what they actually need, which is God. You know, like I said, from the very beginning is, Satan's main goal is not even to get people to worship him. It's to just get people's eyes off of God and not worshiping him. And I'll say too, um, another thing this makes me think of is something that's very common in our society right now. It's really the combination of anxiety and depression. Um, And, you know, in, in my own struggles for years, I thought that, you know, I could figure it out. I could find the answer. I could find the root cause. I could get through it by myself. Um, even when it came to asking for help, it was more so, you know, I found a therapist to talk to a friend and that helped 
incrementally or marginally. Um, but what really, what really made a difference was opening my heart to God's healing and kind of filling that God-sized hole um, that was in my heart and being able to use that as really what healed my anxiety, healed my depression, among many other things. I know we'll do another episode at some point with, with my full testimony, but um, that's where I feel like the, the power of words are just incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, I think we gave a good background on manifesting versus prophesying. And now we can get into some of the fun stuff, the cool stuff, the signs, miracles, and wonders that Jesus does every day. So I'm going to just give a quick story on uh, the prophetic words I got earlier this week when I was at a Bible study again. So I'll just, I'll just give like the rundown on uh, what happened. So the first thing was we were talking about prophesying and the importance of prophesying, a lot of the stuff that we talked about today. And um, the uh, prophet, her name is Prophet Tiffany. She was, the first thing she had us go or walk through was asking God for an encouraging word for someone. So we paired up with someone that we didn't know and we prayed and we prayed in the spirit and we asked God for an encouraging word, something that we could prophesy to that person to encourage them. And so I pair up with someone I, I didn't know. And the Holy Spirit was just so, uh, so strong on me that night again, that I, I just had to walk up to, uh, this, this guy that I was paired with and, as I was walking up to him, I started to get these words about him. And the word was that he is a leader. He's a leader specifically in like a school setting and that he leads people. So I, I spoke that word to him. I prophesied to him, you know, that he's a leader, um, just like encouraging him that God is like, God sees him as a leader and that he should continue like doing what he's doing. And he was, he was encouraged. He was super encouraged because it was, you know, it was spot on with what he's currently doing, being a leader in his school. I can't remember exactly, uh, what he, what like group, but he mentioned like he, he's a leader of a, I think like a children's group or something. So, um, very encouraging for him. And we just thanked God for the, for the encouraging word. And then we went on to the second exercise. So prophet Tiffany went on and she said, okay, this time I want you to pray in the spirit. And I want you to ask God for, for the same person, an area in their life that is dead and that needs life spoken into it. And again, the Holy Spirit, he just spoke to me so fast. He, he really wanted these words uh, to be prophesied. He said to me, he said, um, relationships, but it wasn't just like any relationship. He said romantic relationship. And so I, I prophesied to my partner and I told him that God sees that he does not have a romantic relationship, that there is a girl for him and that he just needs to, uh, open his heart and open up his mind and really open up his eyes to that. And 
you know, I said that to him and he was just, he was, I think the exact words he said was that I, (laughs) he said, you have a direct line with the, with the Holy Spirit right now. So it really resonated with him. He said that he was just talking to someone about that earlier in the day that he doesn't have, he's not in a relationship and not that he doesn't want to be, but his like a weakness that he has is that he doesn't, he's kind of shy and doesn't like to talk to new people. So that's obviously holding him back. And God was definitely acknowledging that and trying to encourage him that, you know, there is someone out there for him. So again, just super powerful, just simple words that, you know, we prayed, we asked God for the word and he, he gave it to us and we prophesied. So it was really awesome um, to see him encouraged and just to like get those words directly from God. And the last, we did the exercise one more time. And this part of the story is definitely my favorite, but prophet Tiffany asked us to, uh, to prophesy one more time and to ask God for a a word just for anybody in the room, anybody at all. And I've only been to this church a couple times. I don't know. I don't know anyone's name besides my friend that I go with and my, my partner for this exercise that I just met that day. Uh, so I'm just thinking in my head, like, Lord, how am I going to even know who you're talking about? Because I don't know anybody here. And I just start praying in the spirit and I'm, I'm praying in tongues and I start to feel my thighs like burning. My, my thighs were physically getting hot and burning. And I start to hear like leg pain, uh, leg pain, not even a specific leg. It was like leg pain and my, my thighs were burning. So then I'm just sitting there like, okay, I don't know who this is for, but I believe this is from God. I believe that someone has leg pain and he's like trying to heal your, their leg pain. So I sat there for a minute and prophet Tiffany just starts saying, all right, if you haven't released your word, like you got to release it. So I start to feel this like pressure inside of me. I'm like, oh gosh, Lord, I don't know who this is for, but I know you want me to like release this word. So I just go up to the front and I'm like, prophet Tiffany, I have, I don't know anyone's name. I don't know who this is for, but my thighs are burning and I believe God wants to heal someone's leg pain. So she just, you know, calls out to everybody there and says like, does anybody have leg pain? Does anyone have leg pain at all? And it was probably a good 15 seconds. You know, everyone's like prophesying to each other. Everyone's chatting. So the room is kind of loud and I'm just sitting there thinking like, oh man, Lord, my, I'm getting embarrassed right now. Like this is, this better be for somebody. And all of a sudden someone in the back like raises their hand. They're like me, like I have leg pain. And she's like, all right, go over there. It's for her. So I walk to the back of the church and I was like, do you have leg pain? And, and as I'm walking up to her, she's rubbing her thighs. She's rubbing her thighs. And I was like, do you have leg pain? And she was like, yeah, I was just telling my partner, the guy that he was prof or she was prophesying to. She's like, I was just telling him that my thighs hurt so bad because I have blood clots in both of my legs. 
And again, like I just start to get like so hot and I'm just like, oh my gosh, thank you, Jesus. Like I was like, he wants to heal your leg pain. Like my legs are burning for you right now. Like he wants to heal your leg pain. And I just asked her, I was like, can I just lay my hands on you and pray for you? So I put my hands on her thighs. And the second I touched her thighs, she was just like, Ooh, I feel fire coming from your hands. So I just released the fire onto her. I prayed for healing and we thanked Jesus um, and just declared healing all over her uh, that she was just healed in Jesus name. And she said that her thighs weren't hurting her anymore. So it was incredible. Another just miracle that Jesus performed and it just blows my mind away every time something like that happens because again, this to go from, you know, not even knowing, going from someone who manifested or believed I could manifest things and being into new age, you know, a couple years ago to getting saved a couple months ago. And now I'm prophesying to people and laying my hands on them and healing them. It just, it blows my mind away. And I just have to like, thank Jesus every single day for what he's doing and how he's and how he's using me yeah amen he's he's so good and he just he wants to reach everyone he wants everyone to hear his voice he wants everyone to be healed he wants the best for everyone and that is why again it is so important to like listen to his voice and it's not just about us like it's not just about you it's not about what you want. Like if you submit yourself to God, like the good things will come to you. Like those good things will come to you. But if you just, yeah, if you just follow him, realize the things that like your desires are, are nowhere near as good as the things that God has for you. I promise you, you won't even need, you won't manifesting, won't even come to mind. You won't even think that you need that. Um, But if we all just like tapped into the gifts that God has for us, I really just believe that so many people would be in a better place. um, And we would definitely all be on our way to, to heaven.